Welcome back to Fourth and Forever. You guys know the drill. Rookie wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. LSU Bayou Bengal alum. Gosh, we have so many questions for you, Justin Jefferson. We want to get into the gritty dance. We, get, we got to get into so many different things. We want to talk about Joe Burrow, Kirk Cousins, everything going on in your life. But let's start here. Let's start with a recap against Detroit Lions last week. Your, your guys' game. Three receptions for 64 yards. You have a huge win. What were your thoughts on the game? What did the film look like? What are the coaches talking about? To be honest, we played a, a great game. Um, just everybody had the energy, uh, which we've been lacking the first couple of games. And uh, everybody was just came to prepare and came to, to really go to work. So uh, we definitely was excited with the win and uh, we're excited to get back on track. Let's go back in time a little bit. I want to I want to know a little bit about your family life. I know you got two older brothers, Jordan and Ricky. They both played football at LSU. So what was it like where you're from um, and your family? How did Justin Jefferson grow up? I grew up with two two lovely parents that um, that loves me very much and uh, supports me throughout uh, my whole life. And um, you know, two of the brothers that uh, taught me the ropes and um, really just sat down and and just explained how college and and all of this stuff is going to be. They've been very supportive of me and uh, they've been really you know having my back. So. Definitely a shout out to them. What about your older brothers? Any like friendly competitions going on? Uh, <laughs> you know, did you guys like watch WWE wrestling growing up and then go wrestle each other in the yard? Or did you guys <laughs> play pickup ball against each other? Like, what was it like between you guys? Give me some good stories about you guys. You guys get in fights or you guys uh, go terrorize the neighborhood a little bit? Like, what, what was it really like? I mean, we was definitely very competitive, very, very competitive in everything we did, um, whether it was basketball, playing playing hoops in the backyard, or uh, we had a big field on the side of our house, so uh, we played uh, football there, so we do a lot of one-on-ones and, and just different competitive things. I mean, they, they really, really taught me how to be competitive, really taught me how to to bring my A game every single time I step on the field. So all of those fights and all of those battles that we had definitely paid off. Who's the best basketball player? I'll say me. I'm going to say me. <laughs> I'm going to say me. But, um, I mean, Jordan Jordan has a good jumper, too. And he's he's very strong, powerful, and uh, can 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 slam it, too. So my dad, my dad is over 50 years old and he still can play basketball to this day oh wow um yes he has a jumper he can he, he can light he can light the eyes out i'm telling you okay he, got the jumper. Okay. he still got a jumper on him i don't know how <laughs> but he still has a jumper on him and, and he, he still can hoop too okay the old man jumper there we go Pops, had a lot Pops of practice i like it that's good <laughs> talk to me about in high school you have zero stars this was one of the craziest things when we were looking you up these last couple of days and researching on you getting ready for this interview, but you have zero stars as a recruit. You get offered yeah. by LSU and Nickel State. I mean, really, we should just call this segment the chip on your shoulder. You, you're the ultimate right. player with a chip on your shoulder. Right. What was your mindset in high school when you didn't get any recognition? And what did you want to set out to prove to Coach Ogeron and the people at LSU? It was, it was definitely hard to be confident in myself, um, confident that I can play on a high level and um, just confident enough to, to go out there and just keep performing at my best abilities. Um, you know, you just feel doubt, doubted that, you know, nobody thinks that you can play on a high level. You know, nobody believes that, you know, you can be a, a top-end player. 
but um, you know, I had supportive uh, people around me that uh, kept pushing me to to strive at my best abilities and um, to to keep me going. So leading up to to going to LSU, Coach Ogeron just gave me the opportunity, gave me the pleasure to come play play for him and uh, to be part of a, a big program like LSU. So I just took the opportunity and run with it. You know, now I'm playing in the NFL, being a one of the top guys in the NFL. So it's definitely been a dream um, this whole this whole ride, but uh, definitely grateful that, you know, everything has been happening. I mean, I know you're a humble guy, but damn, bro, come on. You're balling in the NFL. You're not just like <laughs> participating. All right, let's not let's let's keep that straight there. Uh, but you go to LSU, you don't register a catch, a catch as a true freshman, and then you finish your career there. I'm going to read you some of these stats. Your third all-time in receiving touchdowns, that's 24 touchdowns. Your fifth all-time in receptions with 165. You set this LSU's single-season reception record last year with 111 catches. So what does it mean to be in the same conversation as LSU greats like Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, and the likes of those guys? That's got to feel great. It's crazy. Um, it, it's, it's honestly crazy um, to, to be watching those guys at a young age and um, to be going to the games and, and seeing those guys in the locker room, uh, just admiring them, just seeing, um, you know, what I could become. Um, it, it was special. And um, I, I'm just grateful to, to have that opportunity to have two other brothers go to LSU and see those different type of guys uh, perform there. It just helped me out. It helped me uh, really understand the game and understand uh, you know how college football is. It's crazy to be compared to to those guys and uh, to be at the top of the charts in, in LSU history. When did you know? When did it finally click in your head? Was there like a specific game at LSU or was it not until after the national championship? I would assume that was way too late, but somewhere in your career there, it had to finally hit you like, yo, I'm going to the NFL. I'm in a ball. When did it happen? When did it finally hit you? I always say uh, Oklahoma having the four touchdowns in the first half. Uh, you know that was crazy being on a uh, being in the playoffs. Uh, yeah. One game, but one game before we go to the championship, and you know I, I have a game like that going over two hundred yards, having fourteen catches, and having four touchdowns in the first half. That was crazy. That was that was really <laughs> a dream, and it, it was it was crazy. It's something that I can't even really yeah. tell you the experience because you know it happened so fast and it just happened so it, that was a crazy experience that's so funny i remember watching that game i was covering the fiesta bowl we were in arizona and we went to somewhere to watch the game it was like a pizza place or bj's pizzeria yeah. okay we go there and i see you doing the counting for the touchdowns like <laughs> joe burrow did against vanderbilt when he was counting all yeah. the touchdowns <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, these guys are going to smoke anybody they play. I don't care if yeah. it's Clemson or Ohio yeah. State. Like, right. this is getting out of control. So what right. was the first image in your head? Was it like a boat for dad or a Rolex for you or like <laughs> a new chain or some new shoes that you've been looking at? Or like what was come on, dude? I know it's there because I felt it. I remember that feeling of like, oh, my God, this is really happening. It's finally paying right. off. What was the first image? Really, really the first image, the first ever image that popped up 
uh, in my head, especially after that, is just us holding a trophy, putting on the rings on our fingers. Um, yeah. That was the first image, but um, you never really could imagine. I mean, you can o- you can always dream about uh, you going to the NFL, being in the NFL draft, but to actually go through it and to actually experience it is something that you really can Im- imagine. That's something that you know I I didn't really even think of at the moment. And, um, you know, just as this experience happened uh, over this whole year of COVID and everything, uh, it's, it's been definitely an, an, a usual uh, year. But, um, I mean, everything has just been 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 great. Ever been, everything been amazing, really. What about Coach Ogeron? Talk to us about your guys' relationship. You know, I went out to visit you guys last year covering college football for the first time as a first-year analyst. Coach Ogeron actually recruited me. I shared that with you guys. Yeah. Do you remember me going out there at all or not really? You're like, who the hell is this guy? I still don't know. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Because I went out to sit with Joe, and Ogeron goes, hey, I need you to come talk to the team. And I was like, what? <laughs> On the I'm spot. not here to talk to the team. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not here to talk to the team. I'm here to just come see Joe Burrow. You said I could come right. hang out with Joe and Joe Brady and just, you know, check out practice. Right. He said, hey, you know how we do it, man. We need you to come talk to the team. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I did an impression. I didn't realize I didn't realize that some people in Louisiana get offended if you yeah. impersonate Coach Ogeron. Right. So I did right. it in front of the yeah. whole team, and the team kind of looked at me like, what the hell is he doing? So is that like a big <laughs> no-no? Dude, does nobody else – impersonate no. him what was in the a, deal there? in the locker room in the locker room we do it all the time okay uh, okay you know, they have some some players on the team that hits it perfectly like okay and, you know how's yours is yours okay mine is all right i know okay I know tell me give me some that, give me some give me a one team one heartbeat let's go guys let's go i love it i love it you can't you can't really you can't get tired of that voice like there's it's no so other good. coach that has a voice like that so you you kind of have to admire you kind of have to enjoy it. Football is in full swing and the push to the playoffs is on every Sunday. Don't miss the NFL on CBS for some of the biggest matchups because it's time for the contenders to separate themselves from the pretenders. Can the Chiefs repeat or is someone else ready to dethrone the champs? The journey to Super Bowl 55 is sure to be filled with many twists and turns, and you can watch it all unfold every Sunday on the NFL on CBS. Your favorite uh, memory with him, obviously the championship year was incredible, but anything specifically that stands out that he told you or an exchange you guys had, one of your favorite memories from Coach O? One of my favorite memories and or experiences, or you want to say, um, were just really just giving me that scholarship, uh, just being... Uh, the last person to sign um, in 2017 and um, really just not having no other place to go and him just opening up to me and just believing in me to be the player that I am. You know, without him, who knows where I'll be at today. So, yeah, for him to to give me that scholarship and give me the opportunity. Shout out to Coach O. I love that. Then um, I know we're not going to dwell on this very long because they're having a rough year. They're having a rough go this year. You guys have this incredible year last year. What would you say to the LSU fans who are so disappointed this season? You know, they're coming off such a high from a championship run and they have such a slow start to the season. What do you say to comfort those fans? Well, there's always going to be a target um, on their backs, especially uh, for for us winning the national championship last year. So uh, every game we're going to get, you know, their best game. Um, Doesn't matter 
who who the who we're playing. Uh, you know, they're going to always bring their best because you know of our team last year. But um, you yep. know, we have a lot of young guys. Uh, we had a lot of coaches left, and um, you know, just they're really just getting comfortable with the new people in the building. So really, right. you just really got to give them time to to develop and and to really just to get to get to that performance where they're comfortable at because you know they have a lot of guys out there that's their first time playing so uh you kind of got to give them time to to settle in are there any alabama guys on your team in minnesota do you have any uh friendly bets going on (laughs) are you gonna have to wear an alabama hat or anything uh i got er smith on the team you know yeah you know how it is with him (laughs) <laughs> you know how it is yeah. with him, but we kind of been lacking this year and, and, and struggling some parts, so there ain't going to be any betting with what that's going on this year. <laughs> Fair enough. Not, Fair enough. Not this year. <laughs> Describe the feeling on draft day. You're drafted 22nd overall. You find out you have a new home in Minnesota. Same colors, new city. What was that <laughs> feeling like for you and your family? Uh, it was amazing. Uh, it was experiences that we never had before. Um, you know, no no. No one in my family ever got drafted uh, before, especially on first the first night. Uh, so it was definitely an experience for everyone and for everybody to be there, you know, at my house, enjoying that experience with me. It was, it was definitely special to, to see all of those uh, smiling faces and everybody just excited for me and, and happy for me. So, uh, yeah, it was it was a great, great night. OK, I'm going to read some names to you because you were the fifth wide receiver taken. The fifth wide receiver taken. Henry Ruggs to the Raiders. Jerry Judy to the Broncos. C.D. Lamb to the Cowboys. Jalen Rager to the Eagles out of TCU. And you said, I'm quoting you, every single person that picked a wide receiver, instead of me, they're going to pay. I'm going to show them that I'm the better receiver than any pick they had. What did you set out to prove this rookie season that you've already showed through eight games? What was your mindset going into this season? Uh, that I'm the best receiver, um, hands down. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's nothing really much to it. Um, you know, just trying to go out there and prove that uh, that I belong on this level, that I can perform highly on this level. And uh, it's not about, you know, who's at quarterback. Not It's not about, you know, who I had on my team. You know, I, I'm pretty confident that I made plays on my, my own. Of course, you know, Joe put the ball exactly where I wanted to. But, you know, I got to go out there and make those catches too. So um, just trying to trying to go out there and earn my respect uh, on the field and uh, to show the world that, you know, I can, I can ball too. Let's go. I love it. Okay, so we're halfway <laughs> through the season. Like I said, we're eight games in. Let's go through some of the stuff that you're accomplishing already. This is incredible. So you lead all rookie wide receivers in yards, 627. Yards per catch, 18.4. Yards per game, 78.4. And you currently are ranked second in catches, 34. And you're tied for second in touchdown receptions with three. The first touchdown, you hit the gritty hard into the end zone. (laughs) That was so dope. I was so impressed with that because... The fact that you got a touchdown, a walk-in touchdown, and then you just hit right. your dance in stride, yeah. that was silly. Yeah. But we'll get to that in a second. What's been the <laughs> biggest adjustment jumping from the college game to the pro game? And tell me about the best defensive back you faced. I mean, it's kind of similar um, just because I'm, I, I played in the SEC. So uh, we're kind of going, going up against those top guys uh, week in and week out. Uh, so me... Uh, transitioning to the NFL wasn't really difficult for me. You know, you're kind of used to going up against those guys, especially, you know, us being the team that we were and going against each other every day. Um, you know, we kind of get used to playing against that that 
that high competition. So, um, you know, it really wasn't hard for me. I just needed to, to stay focused and play my own game. And then what about the best defensive back you faced so far? I, I mean, Malcolm Butler was good. He was a smart cornerback. You know, I just had some some big plays on him. Uh, just got the opportunity to, to go up and, and make the play. But, uh, yep. you know, they, they got some other guys in the league that, that's been giving me uh, some trouble here and, here and there. But, you know, I try my best to work around and, and rely on my abilities. What about uh, we're going to go back and we're partnered with Showtime so we can go back and find some clips. If there's one route you could get back, what game was it that you're like, damn, I had him? Or I was open, Kirk, you know, like the wide receivers always tell the quarterback, hey, man, I was wide open. <laughs> I get it. Uh, is um, there one play or you're like, damn, bro, that was the one. That was, you know, anything that comes to mind? From when we played the Falcons, uh, we was, I forgot exactly what when it was in the game, but uh, we was in the red zone and uh, I had a linebacker on me. I, I had a corner route and I stuck it and he went the other way. And I was wide open for a touchdown, but he, he threw it somewhere else. I wish, I definitely wish I can get that one back. All right. All right. We're going to go try and find that clip. I'm going to send it to Kirk Cousins. He's coming on the show in a couple weeks. I'm going to remind him <laughs> that you're always open remind in the red zone on corner out. <laughs> I know he's now your opponent, but before he was your beloved quarterback, he looks so special in Cincinnati. The fact that they're yes. even in ball games because their team right. just across the board, like the Vikings as a team are so much better than the Bengals. So right. the fact right. that the Bengals are even in these games is a lot right. due to Joe Burrow. Talk about him as a right. teammate, as a quarterback and where you see his career going in the NFL. Well, I see Joe Burrow doing, you know, um, excellent. I see him carrying the team, which he has been doing so far. Uh, to to win you know games that you know they didn't win in the past and um, he's a phenomenal leader and uh, he's a smart quarterback that knows where to where to throw the ball. Yeah. I, I definitely feel confident in in Joe to to lead that team to to success like he did us for uh, LSU. You got to feel like this. NFL season is just a lifetime of emotions, right? I mean, you start 0-3, now you sit at 3-5 and after back-to-back -back wins against divisional opponents. You beat the Packers mm -hmm. and the Lions. You kind of gave it to the Packers, right? Dalvin Cook comes back, yeah. and y'all balled. Then right. the Lions last week, you guys, I mean, Dalvin Cook looks silly on that third and short, the little flip yeah. play to him. Somebody's in the backfield. There's yeah. like a corner blitz. He's dead to rights in the yeah. backfield, and he's slips right by him the dude's unbelievable but what clicked for you guys the last two weeks what what made you guys kind of turn the corner we've been lacking energy uh the first couple games of the season not having fans in the stadium uh it's a little difficult mm -hmm. to to bring the energy bring the noise and to really get excited for a game um you know it feels like a scrimmage with with no right. fans in, in the stadium but you know that's what we were lacking of and um you know we went to the bye week and um, we just been emphasizing, you know, bring the energy, bring the noise, uh, you know, bring that swagger back. So, you know, Green Bay, we went in um, and we brought the energy. We brought the excitement. Everybody was pumped up, ready to play. And, uh, you know, we brought it. And uh, that's what we carried on to uh, to Detroit. And uh, that's what we're trying to trying to do for the rest of the season. We're trying to flip this record back around and, and get back on track. So, you know, we, we can have a chance in being in the playoffs and uh, compete for a championship. I'm going to fire some uh, names off at you and some questions. You give me like a one sentence, first thing that pops into your mind. Okay, you ready? Favorite wide receiver of all time? Favorite wide receiver of all time? 
I would have to say Randy Moss. Randy Moss Ooh, is unstoppable. They'll love that in Randy Minnesota. Great answer. Great answer. <laughs> I'm going to say a name. You tell me what you think in one sentence. Kirk Cousins. Smart and efficient when, you know, he he's confident in where he wants to go with the ball. Dalvin Cook. A beast. I'm going to say <laughs> one word, beast. That's it. I don't <laughs> even go. need to say a sentence. See, beast. Adam Thielen. Funny guy, but is a workaholic and he loves the game of football. Green Bay Packers. Exciting to play at and definitely enjoyed getting the win. Vikings fans. Wish y'all would be there for us cheering us on and doing the skull <laughs> chant. But uh hopefully next year we're we're back to normal and you know we there can have the stadium rocking again. Joe Burrow. My friend, my brother, and I lo- I love what you're doing and you know keep doing the work. Coach Ogeron. <laughs> I love I love Coach O. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, they turn the season back around just like we're we're trying to do, but uh, have much love and respect for Coach O. And finally, the gritty dance. <laughs> the best dance ever to be hit during the game. Best <laughs> hit during the NFL. Best hit during college. It's a trendsetter dance that's going worldwide. Bro, this is like bigger than the electric slide, bigger than the Macarena. <laughs> this thing has right. totally caught on. All yeah. I see are receivers yeah. doing this stuff, doing their right. day. Like yeah. everybody hits it. What's okay. Yeah. Give me the background on this. What's the deal? How did this start? How are you the poster boy for the gritty dance? <laughs> um, well, this, this guy named, well, his nickname is Gritty. They go to Landry Walker in New Orleans. You know, he was hitting the dance and, and stuff. And uh, they have guys on the team that was from New Orleans also. Uh, so they brought they brought the dance to uh, to LSU. Uh, you know, I was seeing him hitting the dance on social media and stuff. And, uh, and then that's when we started hitting it. Um, you know, we were really known for always dancing and uh, yeah. just being being the light of the party. Uh, so I, I I started hitting it more and more, and um, you know I was I, I was telling everybody that I was gonna hit it for my first my first touchdown. Uh, so you called game. it. You called your own shot. Yeah, yeah. I oh, it. let's I go. This is even better. Yeah. We always saying yeah, we go hit it in uh, Texas game. Uh, my first touchdown, I hit it, and from there on it, it blew up, and you know we started hitting it <laughs> after every touchdown. Uh, and then it got on SEC Network, and yeah, um, you know it was it was going platinum after that. <laughs> going platinum. Do you have any <laughs> uh, like copyrights on it? Are you making any, you know, residuals on the dance? Like you got to get in on the action, bro. This is all you. <laughs> yeah, we starting to we starting to make uh, shirts and stuff. We starting to okay. you know do a couple of things with the gritty. Uh, we just came out with uh, the gritty video uh, that the Checkdown have posted. Uh, Let's so go. that that was a really really great video, and uh, we just started the gritty challenge. So uh, everybody make their own videos of them hitting oh, their yes. best versions of the gritty. Um, All right, friends. I'm in. Yourself. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. You gotta do it, and then you gotta yeah. tag me and gritty. So okay. Once you do that, right. the top three get get a prize. We go we go announce the prize later. It's a secret. All but right. We gotta see the gritty videos, man. That's awesome. All right, I got to send one in for the T-shirts. I'm an extra large. I'll assume that'll be here next week. Thank you for that. Last question of the day. 
is essentially where do you see your career ending up? Not just this season, but your career, you know, if you could check off a couple things, what would they be your highest goals and aspirations that you see for yourself? Dreams definitely are being a Hall of Famer, getting a gold jacket uh, and be standing up on that stage, uh, giving my speech, uh, you know, and, and just really just living up the dream, just, just being one of the top NFL players. So uh, definitely have been dreaming about that since I was little and definitely not going to stop until I reach that goal. We're rooting for you, and we hope we get to see the first Hall of Famer in a gold jacket hit the gritty on the stage. Yes, That'd sir. be incredible. <laughs> well, good luck with everything. Keep balling, man. Stay healthy. Thank you so much for taking the time. We appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Like, share, subscribe, uh, at Mark underscore Sanchez, at Fourth and Forever, Instagram, Twitter, all that. You know where to go. Thanks again for having us, and we'll see you soon.